Welcome to Hope Is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Welcome to Hope Is Here. It is Food for Thought Friday. I'm so glad that you joined us. Hope that your week's going well and excited what God wants to share with you in our 14 minutes together today. A guy that uh, really helped me early on uh, in my growing in my relationship, Jesus Christ, uh, was John Ortberg. Uh, John's written a lot of really good books. Uh, One that was a game changer for me was, if you want to walk on the water, you've got to get out of the boat. Uh, John, uh, just I started following him recently on social media. He hadn't really been doing anything on social media for quite a while, but he kind of got reengaged a few weeks ago. And I love following him, just a tremendous communicator of God's work, uh, word. Uh, I got to see him speak in person some in Illinois when he was at Willow Creek Community Church. And then he went out to California and pastored a church the last few years uh, before just recently retiring. But uh, just a man of tremendous wisdom. But he says, repentance is not primarily a feeling word, but a thinking word. Instead of conjuring up emotions of shame, repentance is meant to act as a cue, an invitation to rethink your life and to realign with God. I really like that, friends. You know, repentance. It's a word we don't hear a lot about, unfortunately, but repentance is not primarily a feeling word, but a thinking word. Instead of conjuring up emotions of shame, repentance is meant to act as a cue, an invitation to rethink your life and to realign with God. You know, the Bible talks about when it uses the word repent, it means to turn around from. It was a military term at the time, uh, talking about going a different way, retreating, going a different way, turning, going. And when you repent from something, you tell God, I'm sorry, you know, for whatever sin it is in our life that we've done that's separated us in our relationship with God. And we repent, we say we're sorry, and that is part of it and part of the emotional part of it. But then the physical part is then we turn and walk away from that. We put, you know, boundaries in place. Uh, it may be cutting up all your credit cards if you're having problems with debt. Could be getting a software uh, on your computer uh, where people have accountability that if you look at anything that's not God honoring, uh, that friends get a report. Okay, Um, we just all have people have different things that when you repent, sometimes you need some help to make sure you stay in that new seasons of repentance. And I'm thankful that God offers it so freely. But like a lot of things, we don't need to uh, take advantage of that. I love this quote by John Orberg. He says, when you help other people discover their strengths, you are helping the image of God to be restored in another human being. When you help other people discover their strengths, you are helping the image of God to be restored in another human being. Friends, one of the things that God's just kind of been laying on my heart in the last few months is just to, you know, when I see something I like about somebody, whether it's a new sweater or shirt or they look like they've lost weight or if I, you know, saw something they post on social media I really liked, uh, whatever the case is, if it's something uplifting, I'm trying to be intentional and speak those words of affirmation to people because, man, we just all need encouragement. As my good friend Dave Willis, a pastor down in Georgia, says, you know, the world has enough critics already. Be an encourager. And so today I want to encourage you to be an encourager, right? And I say that tongue-in-cheek, okay? I encourage you to be an encourager. But, friends, our world needs it so desperately. And, 
You could be uh, the angel in somebody's life. You could be an answer to somebody's prayer by a spoken positive word because the enemy does such a crafty job of just making us focus on what we don't do well or whatever area maybe that we're struggling in right now instead of focusing on, you know, the eight other things that are going well. You know, there could be ten things going on in your life, and eight of them are good. But what do we usually focus on? Yeah, the two that aren't going well, right? And I just want to remind you, friends, that there's always something to be thankful for. God loves to bless his kids and gives us so many, many blessings. So focus on those today. Have an attitude of gratitude. And if you'll start doing that, even though you may not feel grateful because your heart's hurting about a situation, and understandably so, but when you start just start thanking God over and over for several of the many, many blessings you have, you'll be amazing how it changes your heart, your mind, and just your whole outlook on things. Another quote recently by John Orberg I really liked. He said, get rid of those habits that are just not helping you become more like Jesus and refresh your habitual repertoire with some new practices that might reinvigorate your life with God. Wow, some big words there, but I like that. Kind of stretching that mind muscle, that brain muscle today. Get rid of those habits that are just not helping you become more like Jesus and refresh your habitual repertoire with some new practices that might reinvigorate your life with God. You know, friends, it's easy to get into just kind of the same old, same old and get into routine. And that's why I change devotional books every uh, so often. Uh, I've had about three or four that I've kind of rotated over the last 10 years because I just think that, you know, it's important sometimes to have a different outlook. And it helps me look at different scriptures and reading different parts of the Bible. Okay. Uh, Listening to some new podcasts and things. Uh, It's just it's always comforting and yeah, one of the things I would ask, if you've been blessed by Hope is Here, that you would share a podcast with somebody. Uh, you can go to our website, hopeishere.today.org, and share any of our 14-minute programs or wherever you listen to podcasts. We're on all the major platforms, and, and share a program that blesses you. It's a great way to help other people maybe kind of re uh, reinvigorate their life with God. And I'm always so thankful when people reach out to me either through email or through Facebook Messenger and just say, hey, you know, that program really spoke to me. I had somebody recently when I talked about being intentional about having more fun in your life and laughing. They said, you know, I really appreciated you sharing that, which kind of sounds like an oxymoron to be focused and intentional about having fun because that sounds real serious, focused and intentional. But I just share that I know that I'm such a type A, get my list done, and I always have a pretty long list each day of things to try to get done that I don't put in fun, and I know it's important because the Bible says a cheerful heart is medicine to the soul. And so I know also that research shows, you know, our bodies that when we laugh, it just, it's good for our health, the endorphins that it releases in our brains. And it's just better for our overall health, the blood pressure, and it lowers it and we sleep better. And yet I have to be intentional about it. And somebody reached out to me, they had heard me mention that in a program a couple weeks ago and said, you know, I hope you don't mind me reaching out again. They usually do maybe every, I don't know, three or four months. So Uh, But just that really spoke to me, and I've been really intentional about that. Uh, They're engaged and actually getting, you know, so they've got wedding plans. They have jobs. They both have 
kids from uh, and and so they just said you know what we just realized that hey uh we need to be intentional about having some fun and just breathe just breathe and so they i shared about michael jr and they watched some of his uh material and just said that he was hilarious and asked if i can recommend somebody else so somebody else listened today you're like you know greg you're talking to me today on food for thought friday i need to uh, start being intentional, laugh more, have more fun. And uh, Tim Hawkins, another hilarious comedian, just a riot. You can Google Tim Hawkins. And then locally, you have a guy named Sean Reynolds, S-H-A-W-N, Sean Reynolds. That, uh, he's funny. He's really funny. And uh, I've seen him do his his material. And if you're looking for somebody here for some type of adventure having, he would be get somebody good to have and yet he's uh grown so much uh in his uh, recognition of being one of the top uh clean humor uh, faith-based comedians in the country that he actually has toured some with tim hawkins and now even headlines some of his own shows all across the united states but what a treasure we have here right in our own backyards elizabeth elliott said you either believe god knows what he's doing or you believe he doesn't. You either believe he's worth trusting, or you say he's not. Ouch. Elizabeth Elliot, the just powerful story of a lady who was a missionary. Her husband, Jim Elliot, was killed in the jungles of Africa as a missionary, and yet she stayed and um, just felt God called her to do that. And uh, to be honest, I probably would have headed back to the United States after her husband uh, had a surprise, unexpected, just horrific death but trying to work with some tribes in Africa, but she stayed and uh, just written some powerful books about what God, how God helped and how powerful God used her staying in a foreign country, even though her husband had died at the hands of some of the people that lived in this country. But this quote, she says, you either believe God knows what he's doing or you believe he doesn't. You either believe he's worth trusting or you say he's not. Friends, I know that's a choice each day, so please don't hear me make light of it. I mean, it is a choice each day. So I want to encourage you to just really, really try to, you know, hey, trust God, believe in God. So I do hope it's here to encourage, to fill your hope tank. And even when things get discouraging, to do what Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge God, and he will make your path straight. Also, if you're kind of weak and weary, Psalm chapter 28, verse 7 says, The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in you, Lord, and I am helped. Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10, another great verse when we're weak and weary. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Isaiah 41.10 has been a verse that's carried me in some painful and difficult seasons in my life. And, you know, God wants you uh, to know that today, that he'll uphold you. And I love that it says victorious right hand. didn't just say he just holds you up with his right hand and, I made the bad joke before about some of you didn't know God was right-handed. <laughs> but I think the more important part, it says his victorious right hand. 
Friends, I want to remind you, some of you just you feel like losers. You feel like, man, you just you just don't feel good about yourself. You just got into having some stinking thinking. And, man, it's easy to do. The enemy's so crafty about doing that. But, friends, I want to remind you, the Bible says as followers of Jesus that we're ambassadors for Christ. I mean, you know what a big deal it is if you're asked to be an ambassador for the United States with a foreign country that you're representing the United States. But how powerful it would be to be selected as an ambassador for the United States for another country. And yet, friends, God's saying, hey, as my chosen kids, and you accept my one only son, Jesus Christ, as your Lord and Savior, that uh, you are an ambassador for Christ. You represent me. So, friends, my challenge and encouragement to you today is let's represent Jesus well. Let's represent God well because of all that Jesus did for us. I saw this great uh, visual recently. It says the iceberg illusion. It's got an iceberg, and, you know, the top, probably about 25%, is on top of the water. And it says, you know, success is an iceberg, and that's what people see. But the 75% of the iceberg, the foundation, which is underneath the water, which people don't see, is involves persistence, you know, going through failures, sacrifice, uh, dealing with disappointments, having good habits like getting up early and uh, getting in bed early sometimes, having discipline, uh, hard work, uh, having a great work ethic, sometimes having to go above and beyond, and, uh, and dedication. You know, people don't see those things yet. To have success, uh, you know, even being a follower of Jesus, to have peace in your relationship with him requires spending time with him, maybe getting up earlier or going to bed later or just doing things that help grow your personal relationship with Jesus, like listening to worship music and writing in a journal. Well, unfortunately, we're out of time, but if you're blessed by this program, I hope you'll share it with somebody today. Have a great weekend. I hope to see you Monday. My name's Greg Horn, and this is Hope Is Here. Thank you for listening to Hope Is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax-deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today. Raise your game, lower your pain. Sometimes ordinary tasks can become extraordinary feats. And that's why there's the Joint Chiropractic to keep you moving. Wellness starts here. No appointments or insurance necessary. Open nights and weekends. Stop by when it's convenient for you at our Tate's Creek location. And ask us how you can save with our end-of-year specials. Great for unused FSA and HSA dollars. For additional information, visit thejoint.com backslash 15002. Go Eagles!